0: Person one loves person two. Guess what? Shenanigans ensue. Person one hates person two. Guess what? Still shenanigans ensue. Person one fake dates person two. Guess what? You guessed it. Shenanigans ensue. Co-host one reports to co-host two. the name of the show? Shenanigans ensue. Yeah. Hello, I'm Jasmine. And I'm Jane, and welcome to Shenanigans Ensue. A podcast where it's bad luck to start a
1: podcast on a Friday. Saturday. It's bad luck to start a podcast on a Saturday. Tuesday. No, it's Sunday, to be sure. Eh, Fine. (laughs) Well, luckily we started this podcast on a Wednesday, so we're in the clear. Yes, (laughs) non-applicable. Each episode, we'll watch a rom com and discuss its merits as a member of the rom com genre.
0: We'll cover well worn classics, hidden gems, and everything in between.
1: We'll give you our unsolicited opinion on every trope, caper, and flim flam the film used or maybe abused. And of course, the Bop, bop,
0: bop, bop, bop so we have a fun little treat for this episode
1: as we all know tomorrow
0: is the 29th of feb so obviously we're doing leap year i mean we had to (laughs) yeah obviously it has to be done what i'm gonna wait another four years for this opportunity it was too
1: good to pass up the stars aligned for our Valentine's double
0: feature honestly kismet I'm so excited yeah me too first off who doesn't love Amy Adams
1: I I don't know I could not point you to their direction I'm really
0: excited to get her twice this year oh me too this film okay so obviously right off the bat I know this film has interesting mostly negative reviews online Mm -hmm. but that That's true of so many
1: rom-coms. Oh, yeah. We remember what a Cinderella stories review looked like online, and that's one of my favorite rom-coms. Yeah,
0: that's insane. Mm -hmm. That is a very good... Okay, that's the whole thing, though, is I feel like this rom-com especially made me realize, I think, that not enough respect Mm. and admiration is paid to the rom-com genre because this is an incredibly well-written and well-structured script that does not get enough credit, and so therefore, I have to believe that Rom-coms are the hardest genre. Yeah. This has to be the hardest genre to actually be successful at.
1: I mean, it's not given any kind of credibility as a genre.
0: But this one I felt like felt really strong. It, it seemed to awaken this realization that mm. this is a underappreciated and underrespected genre that everyone needs to acknowledge as being extremely difficult. And these people are heroes. <laughs> <laughs> So hard. <laughs> I think it's the same
1: thing with musicals that are movies. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people talking about with the Mingles remake in the trailers they've hidden the fact that it's a musical. Yeah. And people are saying it's because people don't like musicals and I'm a theater kid you're a theater kid. I was surprised. Yeah same. That musicals typically don't do well.
0: It's so silly. I don't know. I feel like I could go into it for so long. Yeah. But there's so many <laughs> movies out there that win all of the awards. Mm-hmm. And in what? Two years time, we all realize that they were kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how many of these have stood the test of time so far? <laughs>
1: A solid amount. I think we should have our own awards show specifically for the rom-com genre, Jazz. Agreed. So I think this is the direction
0: in which this needs to go. We need a miscongeniality Congeniality category specifically Yay. for the ones where everyone was delightful. We have to have the one where everyone did the most category. Mm-hmm, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. come up with something. We'll
1: figure it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've waxed poetic slightly, uh, let's get into the plot <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> So we've got the lovely Amy Adams playing Anna. Anna has decided to fly to Ireland and surprise her boyfriend by following the Irish tradition of women proposing on the 29th of February.
1: Things go wrong on her travels and she is stranded in a small village. There she enlists the help of innkeeper Declan to get her to Dublin on time.
0: Shenanigans you.
1: You.
0: Oh my gosh. So, I... Wow. (laughs) This woman... is the single most unlucky person um, on the planet. My goodness. At one point, I texted Jane to say, can <laughs> this woman please just find a four-leaf clover or something already? Like, yam. A rabbit's foot, perhaps. Something. Something. Go kiss the Blarney Stone or something, girl. Like, this is not working. <laughs> Throw
1: some freaking salt over your shoulder. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Sage your house. I don't know. Do what you gotta do. At
1: first, I thought it was a plot thing where it's like, okay, a black crossed her path and this is why everything's going wrong but no she had bad luck before any of that happened yeah with not being able to get
0: to dublin in the first place and then it's like this ori boris of sadness because she keeps trying to over control her life Mm -hmm. and her wanting to over control means that she set herself up for this extremely long journey when all she had to do was wait 24 hours for a flight the next day girl girl <laughs> so stressed <laughs> by all the choices she's making
1: same she's chartering a boat in the middle of the storm what
0: is a huh this is a very good example of sometimes people just need to get out of their own way like leave stuff alone let things work out and we were talking about this too most rom-coms, the shenanigans arrive because someone is doing the most. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of circumstances where the characters in the film have created their own woes right. because they cannot stop meddling. Yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately for this film, <laughs> every single bad thing that happens is kind of out of her control. Yeah. And so you feel really bad for her. It's very sad. <laughs> (laughs) She just wanted to move the cows. And she stays determined and chipper throughout. Mm -hmm. Bravo. Mm -hmm. Inspirational.
1: Undefeated. (laughs) The weather thwarted her three times.
0: (laughs) And again, because of that, I think we're going to be a little bit light on the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. But the tropes are many and fantastic. Oh, so many tropes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we've got Uh a type A versus a laid back. We've got a love triangle. Mm -hmm. We have so many
1: montages. (laughs) (laughs) Well
0: used as well.
1: Very good montages.
0: We've got the subsection B of the girl put on your (laughs) shoes to the girl put on your practical shoes.
1: Girl put On your ever-loving practical shoes. I'm begging you.
0: Please, those look adorable, but you cannot be hiking up a mountain. Please stop. (laughs) We've got enemies to lovers. We have very different worlds. Yes, very. (laughs) We have the weather doing the most on multiple occasions, which I've been told is an Irish thing. So... (laughs) 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 Apparently, that's just the thing that happens there. The weather is extremely unpredictable. So that's fun. We've got pretending to be a couple. classic, Which is sometimes weird, but this one's really fun. Mm. (laughs) We've got two people being forced to share a bed again because of the couple thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The incredible painful, excruciating, (sighs) pressuring a couple or some other person to kiss. Oh. I could have done without it I get it yeah. we needed it to happen and I think this was one of the best ways people have been able to do it during a love triangle to get them to kiss yeah that doesn't make you feel icky yeah but oof. Mm, we'll get into it <laughs> we've got a fake out kiss yeah that turns gross <laughs> and finally a Jane favorite, <laughs> covering someone while they're
1: sleeping. So cute. Should I even pretend to ask, but Jasmine, okay, where do you want to start? start we know we're going to start with the montages. Gonna... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm
0: going to let you finish, but you're going to montages, right? Okay, great. Yeah, that's where I'm heading.
1: <laughs> the opening montage is so good. It is so good.
0: They're serving us a slice of this person's life yes. look at my career, look at my personal life montage while we get the opening credits. Love that montage. We're working so efficiently and effectively so efficiently. in
1: establishing who this character is. It's really well done.
0: And she is so poised, so put together. You can yes. see her grasp everything so tightly and control so much mm-hmm. while she's being sweet as can be. Yes. Beautiful.
1: And how she just very calmly says to the person doing her fitting, there's a fine line between elegant and dowdy.
0: (laughs) Such a good opening montage. You get everything you need. Mm -hmm. And then in we go. A plus. And then we've got the incredible traveling to Dublin to surprise her boyfriend montage, which is really just like chaotic travel montage. In complete contrast to the opening montage, now that I'm thinking
1: about it. I know, right? She's just trying all these different modes of transportation and everything is shut down.
0: This stressed me out so much, though. Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, you would rather die. (laughs) You would rather the plane crash than just waiting one more day for the next flight. Like, girl. Because as she said, she has a couple days. It's not like it's the 29th tomorrow. This just makes no sense. (laughs) But I love it. It
1: must have cost her also so much more in the end than just waiting an extra night
0: to get a she really was a money is no object kind of gal yeah dropping bank everywhere but I mean you should (laughs) since you're wearing city 120 platform sandals by Louboutin this is also true Jesus (laughs) (laughs) I found the shoes guys because we were really impressed by them (laughs) which I guess we should just talk about the damn shoes then since Um, we're here
1: (laughs) I was saving it for the shenanigans but (laughs)
0: girl put on your
1: practical shoes girl put on your practical shoes please i'm begging you
0: by the third day of her wearing those shoes i have to believe that she just didn't bring any other shoes which why you're that type a you didn't bring another pair of shoes i can't believe that
1: for a second no it's first of all why are we traveling in stilettos just in terms of safety, if you're going down in the plane, you're going to have to leave those babies behind in any case. they got to puncture yeah. the life
0: raft. You're not allowed to wear them on the rafts and the slidey thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand if like you want to look really put together at the airport and when you land or whatever, but do you not have comfortable shoes that you're changing into while you're on the
0: plane. Don't tell me you're going
1: barefoot on the plane. That's so unhygienic.
0: I literally was like, okay, fine. Plane, sure. You think you're going to get off and get in a cab. Mm -hmm. The next day, you know, you've gotten off the plane. Maybe you don't want to change your shoes right now. It's been chaotic. Okay, sure. I'll give you the first day. No problem. The next day, you've woken up. You think you're going to get in a car and you're going to get driven straight to Dublin. Mm -hmm. Okay, again, fair enough. Mm -hmm. By the time that car has rolled down the hill into a ditch. (laughs) And then into a lake. And you're a Louis Vuitton Bag has been fished out of it. (laughs) You're telling me you didn't take the opportunity to take off your cow pie covered shoes. No one's making you start this journey in your heels. No.
1: Girl. No. And the amount of walking (laughs) she is doing on varying terrains. (laughs) I can't get over it. Like viscerally, I'm feeling. The clop, clop, clop on the tar, you know, there's a lot of um, impact that's happening.
0: Your poor heels, you're going to have to get those touched up by a cobbler when right? you get home. Think of the red soles. You're literally <laughs> scraping the red soles off of these shoes.
1: And then hiking up a grassy, rocky hill to get to a castle and then running down it again in the rain. It's done. It's over. Your ankle is broken. Like, <laughs> end of story
0: wish I had the kind of disposable income where I didn't care about (laughs) fucking up some $600 shoes couldn't be me it bothered me so much (laughs)
1: that when she's trekked we don't know how many kilometers and has gotten to this pub where declan is waiting for her and instead of plonking down next to him because her feet would be sore she marches straight up to the bar counter and then marches straight to the payphone she's not taking a break she's not putting her feet up i'm like are they magic cinderella shoes what is
0: happening i don't know I also I feel like that moment I've never felt more seen because that would be me also. (laughs) (laughs) first thing seat yes please well that's the thing for people who don't wear heels if you've worn your heels for many hours walking Mm. if you sit down it's game over your Mm -hmm. feet are swelling Mm -hmm. so you better stay on your damn feet until you're done for the day because there's no coming back okay
1: (laughs) I mean just the restraint to not sit (laughs) I don't know and then irrespective of all the shenanigans that are happening with the heels in the movie just what what a freaking trooper is Amy Adams for literally shooting in those things for weeks weeks on what are probably 12
0: hour days at the least again they're the city 120 platform sandals I'll post a picture in stories they're four and a half inch heels every single day they're gorgeous I want them now but oh no I mean they're so cute but not in the way she was wearing them (laughs) that's for sure it's a good reminder that again these people are heroes I don't care what anyone says anymore. Hats off to Amy
1: (laughs) Adams
0: for shooting in those shoes. (laughs) Bloody hell. I can't. I don't know how she did it. I have a guess for which trope you want to do next, Uh but I'm going to let you take it away. Well, I know
1: your guess is where they're doing the most, which we do need to cover.
0: Yeah, that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Which <laughs> is absolutely it. Three
1: times <laughs> weather is doing the most. Right. We have when Anna's flight is being completely derailed. That's the start. Then we have when, for some reason, this train that the guy said would be two and a half hours magically appears. After 30 minutes.
0: Yes. And then instead of just letting her run down the hill, they're getting pouring rained on. With like full on mud, which leads to a whole host of other
1: shenanigans.
0: (laughs) Then we have... Surprise fucking hail. Yes. What?
1: And that was so funny because Anna is walking ahead of Declan and she keeps turning around because she thinks he's throwing stones at her or something. And then it starts full on hailing. Oh, and that leads them to like, running to the church for shelter and And busting into
0: a wedding. Yes. (laughs) Like while blaspheming (laughs) all over the place. And then the happy couple are so generous and allow them to participate in the wedding festivities. Way too chilled about the whole thing. And then Anna's bad luck again (laughs) ruins everything so they have to leave and then sleep on a stupid bench in the middle of town. (laughs) It's insane.
1: So that's my quick rundown of the weather doing the
0: most. What is another trope you want to tackle after the second weather doing the most and she's covered in mud and they have to find a tiny little bed and breakfast it turns out that the conductor of that local train station also operates a tiny b b in the town with his wife so they pop over and they have one room left and before they can say anything The woman says, Mm -hmm. you're in luck. A couple of hikers came and tried to get the final room, but they weren't married and I don't do that. (laughs) So I sent them packing. You get it, right? So the two of them have to lie if they want a place to sleep. It was very well done to bake that in. Yeah. I don't care if there's a storm or not. Proper is proper. And so they immediately like, yes, of course, we're a couple. Uh, The Brady Callahans. (laughs) So they end up becoming the O'Brady Callahans. And I will say, they end up together at the end of the film. And I really hope that they both changed their names. Yes. And they became the it's O'Brady the Callahan. Callahans. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So while we're here, we may as well move on to the next trope, which is where they are forced to share a bed.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: this was also like... It was fleshed out a little bit more Mm -hmm. because going into it, they're like, absolutely not. We're not sharing a bed. No way. We'll flip for it. (laughs) Where Declan screws Anna out of winning the bed. And then she realizes what he's done. So kicks him out to go sleep in the shower. Like, what is this bathroom? It's just like a hole in the wall. Right. Is there even a toilet in there? I
0: hope so. I don't know. Is there a toilet in the house? I don't know their life. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And when it's time to turn in for the night, Declan is like, it's really wet in there. Have a heart. Can
0: I please share the bed? So they share this slightly larger than a twin bed bed. It's
1: so teeny tiny. (laughs) You can't roll over in that thing.
0: No. Like, it's not quite a full.
1: Very small for two humans
0: to be sharing. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I think it's important to mention that this is right after mm. the incredibly uncomfortable pressuring people to kiss thing that happens at dinner with the other couple that are in the other room. Yes.
1: So there is a little bit more tension than they would have been otherwise because they shared a very passionate kiss.
0: Very steamy.
1: Mm, very steamy.
0: And... Okay, this is the most incredible choice anyone's ever made because during this very uncomfortable, like sexual tension, we're sharing the bed now moment, they start playing Dream a Little Dream of Me. <laughs> And when I tell you that they start with their backs, and then they both turn, and you can see the tension build in their face that they're thinking about that steamy kiss, so and then funny. the music, they punch that volume on that damn song. They really did. And they're did. like, still craving your kiss.
1: They hit it so hard, and I was singing along. They literally turned the volume up. It was so intense. It was so on the nose, and it was... <laughs> Delightful. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And then I text to Jazz, they're going to wake up spooning and...
0: They did. And so you see this like transition that they're kind of starting to like each other and Mm. it's so sweet. Declan makes her a breakfast tray Mm -hmm. and then realizes that she's on the phone with her soon to be fiance and he realizes like this is insane. Mm. That's something that I really appreciated about this film. These actors made the choices that made sense. Yeah, They didn't just run off with one another. He didn't just come over with the tray thinking he was going to make this work. Like Mm -hmm. the real realization that she is currently in a relationship was present.
1: Because it is or it can be a little bit sticky with love triangles as we've covered before where they have to make the one corner of the triangle to be like a real asshole to kind of justify why the lead is running off with this other person. Mm -hmm. I think it's harder to do a love triangle where it's two very good choices and have to find a reason why one is just not as suited. The genre
0: needs black and white. You can't have shades of (laughs) grey. It's possible, but people are craving the clear choice.
1: Yeah. With this, Jeremy wasn't As much of an asshole until the end. But you could kind of see why they're not well suited. Yeah. That scene really early on where they're walking after the interview for the apartment that they want. And they're both on their phones texting. Like sort of just talking past each other. Like yeah we're establishing. Even though they want the same things. They're not communicating Mm -hmm. but yeah they definitely I think handled the love triangle really well in that Anna and Declan didn't just run away together thank god for that I was honestly really expecting her to say no to Jeremy's proposal
0: I was expecting it too it's the most logical thing for the genre yeah so I really appreciate that they like let it play out it ties up the ending very quickly Mm -hmm. but I'm really so grateful they didn't like you said yeah what's really fun and I think this is a good place to transition into the shenanigans anyway shenanigans is that during the film they're laying little breadcrumbs about what's going to happen at the end Mm -hmm. there is a cute moment where declan and anna are talking about if your house were on fire what's the one thing you would grab if you only had 60 seconds yeah and you see this whole thing with the proposal happen at the end and she says yes and then they go back to their respective lives Mm -hmm. the breadcrumb of him meeting up with his ex who's in the city because he wants to get the ring back. So we've got all the little breadcrumbs that they've laid. And then while Jeremy and Anna are having a dinner party to celebrate their new place, a fire alarm literally goes off. I thought she puts it off. I don't think she puts it off. I don't think it's her. Oh, she didn't? Only because of the way that she acted it. I don't think it was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She very well could have, but... I think that she didn't pull it because then she spends an agonizing moment in the living room mm. looking at all of the things she has, realizing I wouldn't take any of this. Here's the fire alarm. Here's the moment, and I don't want any of it. And that's what sends her off. So I have to now ask, of course. Okay.
1: You have sixty seconds in a fire. Oh, what God. are you grabbing? Oh no! You think I would have prepared this, and I haven't prepared <laughs> it. Um, I think I would probably grab a
0: family album, and yeah. uh, I have uh, all of my important documents that make life easier. If you were to lose them in a fire, yes. in a fire safe container, so I don't uh, have to grab excellent. the house can burn down, and it can just find it later.
1: Uh, that's very efficient. Yeah, really. Photos,
0: photos maybe yeah. some
1: board games I don't know what would you do board, <laughs> board games is board games so out of pocket I, I was don't like know. yes I'm totally there with you because, don't with a do. photo album but board games well, you dropped this on me I wasn't prepared <laughs> I'm so sorry I thought you knew it would be coming because it's like a major plot point of the movie I don't know why I wasn't prepared but what would you do <laughs> definitely definitely photo albums and then I don't have a fireproof container for my documents but I do have them all in like a box that I will grab that box and then I have a couple of plays that I can't get in South Africa and one that's been signed so yes! just
0: going to my bookshelf and going just like my first edition books and the thing that I got signed by Robin Williams okay yes okay (laughs) so those are the things I'd grab (laughs) yeah 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 oh god amending
1: (laughs) the thing is like we really our house wasn't on fire but where we were living there's a lot of fires and it was like encroaching closer to where we were so we were evacuating and so we had to do the very real exercise of like grabbing the most important things and it was literally that box photo albums and i literally took like a mini suitcase like a carry-on suitcase and filled it with plays and my mum wasn't home so we had to think like what would she take and she also has a box that i knew of that had important stuff and like letters between her and my dad and their courtship so just like grab that
0: (laughs) yeah i'm sure she was very pleased with your choices (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) and also unbothered she's
0: like "Uh." (laughs) right no that's right whatever that's actually that's the sally that i've come to know yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) grab humans pets and plants
1: which i suppose is the most important thing
0: i love this later on Declan and Anna they end up at the inn and pub that Declan owns and she surprises him he storms off and she thinks that that's a rejection and then he (laughs) turns up a moment later with the ring that was his mother's ring very cute the little pieces that they put all together so that we can see two people are not going to just jump right into this after two seconds and she's in the middle of a relationship she needs to realize that Jeremy didn't even want to propose He did it so that they would secure the
1: apartment. Like, look, even if this was the reason he proposed, you take that with you to the grave. You made a choice. Live with it. Yes. You have one of two choices, right? Speak to your significant other and saying, look, I heard from whoever it was on the board and they were intimating that we would be in if we got married. How do you feel about it? Yeah. You have an honest and open discussion about it. Or propose and never, ever, ever, ever tell her those.
0: It's already the shittier choice to make. You should just talk to your person. Yeah, exactly. But you made this choice, dude. Live with it. And that's how you know he's even shittier than you thought he was. What was especially shitty to me about that was, first of all, why is he
1: proposing in a hotel lobby? Like, Why? And then secondly, he says to her, I really missed you. And it made me think, why aren't we married?
0: No, the board called you and wanted you to be married. Exactly. That's a real dick move. Ew. Mm -mm. So definitely appreciate the realism of all of it.
1: Yeah. The only thing with the realism... For me, is the very quick engagement on Anna and Declan's part. Mm. They've never been on a date.
0: Well, they're not actually engaged at that scene. Oh, did you not say, will you marry me? Did he just say, will you make plans with me? Yeah, well, that was her thing. Uh... I don't remember if he actually said that. I mean, they got married quickly regardless. Yeah. But it seemed like they were doing this cute thing first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's something to do with the cliff and being down on one knee. That felt like a marriage proposal. I mean, ultimately it was. Yeah. So that was my only thing with like the realism. Although people do do it.
0: Yeah. And she felt strongly enough that she flew back over there and literally threw a grenade in her life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Also, a quick shout out to Caitlin Olsen, who played the best friend. Love her, by the way. She's hilarious. But she did such a good job being such a shitty friend that it's like, yeah, if this is your best friend, like, you don't need to stay in this country. Yeah, you need a clean slate. It's time to go.
1: She's definitely not winning the best friend award in our awards show. No, or no, show. but
0: it's still an excellent portrayal of a, quote, best friend. They're yes. always supposed to be extra she's just extra and like doesn't actually care about anyone
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh the shenanigan i want to talk about which was really fun was when anna sort of bursts into declan's pub and is looking for a cab service and he doesn't say anything we don't hear his voice I love this. he just hands her the business card and she's like oh okay thank you goes over to the payphone and declan goes off in the back We as the audience know it's happening, but it's still really funny to watch it play out. Yeah. Where it takes Amy
0: Adams a while to figure it out. We don't drive American redheads is the funniest thing. And she's like, wait, what? How do you know my hair color? And like still hasn't put it together. It's so funny. Yes. (laughs) When he comes
1: out and she does get it, it's so cute. She continues to talk on the phone. It's like her brain is struggling to catch up. Yeah. And then he's like, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> that was a really fun one. Oh, since we're talking about how <laughs> incredible Amy Adams is at playing like naive in a precious way, mm-hmm. her practicing her fake engagement face when her friend tells her uh. at the beginning so she shows up at this dress fitting and <laughs> Caitlin Olson's character is like I saw him at the fancy jewelry store you're getting a ring girl I'm pissed it's gonna be nicer than mine and then Amy <laughs> Adams is like oh well I have to practice my surprise face and so she like turns and does way too much yes and then she turns and does a little too little and she's like wait is it the eyes bigger eyes and just over and over it's the
1: sweetness amazing (laughs) but just the masterclass in making adjustments Mm -hmm. and this is just a five second bit maybe and she's so good i love amy adams
0: and it's so sweet yeah it doesn't feel overly practiced when she's doing it it Mm. just looks like she's preparing yeah because she loves so much (laughs) so cute. Love her. Another shenanigan that I super loved was the fun little constant of the rule of threes of these older gentlemen <laughs> who practically live at the pub. Uh, with
1: these superstitions.
0: Their superstitions. They keep coming back with different superstitions. They mm-hmm. do the one at the beginning about travel, which we quoted at the top. They do this one about black cats crossing your path. They have another one at the very end about getting engaged when and how. It's so funny and they always do the same order yeah. of the three men
1: and they can never <laughs> agree and they cannot keep it straight
0: yeah anna constantly keeps saying how she doesn't believe in any of that but mm. like girl based on this trip
1: you should start believing you should start doing some counter superstitions to stop <laughs> your bad luck because it's out of control another shenanigan i really like is when they at the train conductor's inn At the dinner table, Anna slips up when she's complimenting the chicken. Mm. And she says, yeah, this chicken is so great. Jeremy always tells me that I make it too dry. And they're at the table like, who's Jeremy? And Declan comes in and he's like, oh, it's our neighbor. So good. And he's just
0: like taking all these jabs at Jeremy it really is and he's making these funny jabs (laughs) and he's not wrong throughout the film at one point he's like so tell me about this fiance of yours or whatever and she literally can't come up with anything the nicest thing she can say is he's a cardiologist girl that's not a character trait that doesn't tell me anything about him as a person (laughs) Oh no But then how Declan
1: like throws it back He's like yeah shame he's a bit like off his rocker He thinks he's a cardiologist Yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) at the dinner table (laughs) it's so
1: good I think he has a teeny (sighs) weeny. he's really coming in there with the
0: jobs I know and I mean he should though (laughs) being a doctor is not all that special and he acts like he's too good for everyone it's Mm -hmm. so funny we love you Adam Scott amazing acting I know (laughs) I was so surprised
1: to see Adam Scott in this movie I did not know that he was in it he's so sweet
0: he's so good to play kind of a weird douche <laughs> it's very funny <laughs> one I thing also i want really to talk
1: about oh no, you go ahead. I'll remember it because it's in capital letters on my
0: <laughs> script. It might be the same one. Okay. okay. When they're getting ready to travel after she's been at the pub, mm-hmm. she goes to grab her Louis Vuitton bag. She has a Louis Vuitton suitcase and she goes to put it in the trunk. And she's like, be careful. It's a Louis Vuitton. And he misunderstands. <laughs> he goes off about how she's named the bag. She's absolutely insane. <laughs> and then at the end, <laughs> they literally reference the bag as Louis. They just start calling it Louis. Yeah, She's just like, wait, where's Louis? He's like, oh, he's on the roof. She's like, oh, he's going to get messy (laughs) up there. And it's just, now the bag is a character. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She named a bag. She's a crackpot. Oh, yeah. That's the quote.
0: It was so cute.
1: (laughs) Just the confusion, like demonstrating the different worlds. We didn't talk about it, but this is one of the ways it came up. (laughs) Louis Vuitton, he's like, what the hell? It means absolutely nothing to him. So good. The one thing I wanted to talk about is kind of a PSA as well. Ooh. When those masks drop on the plane, you know, they always say, <laughs> Oh, yeah, please assist yourself before you help others. I don't know if the masks drop when you don't lose cabin pressure. But I spoke to a family friend who is a pilot and he says, you have seconds to put that over your face before you lose consciousness. Oh, shit. So that is... Really, really why they emphasize to help yourself before helping others. Because it's like, it's seconds that you have before you are just like knocked out.
0: That is
1: wild Mm -hmm. I had no idea Mm -hmm. but uh to reassure everyone he flew for many decades and he's never once been on a flight where that has happened so yeah you fine
0: (laughs) but like now I'm going to remember that and every time it happens in a film I'm gonna be like "Mm, you are all passed out now Mm, (laughs) dead 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 Mm, all dead While the actors are still talking and the masks have dropped. Yeah, that's why it bothered me
1: so much. Like, I have to ask him again, is it possible for the masks to drop when everything's fine in terms of oxygen? But I was just like, you were all passed out. How are you still having
0: conversations? Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) Is there another shenanigan you want to address? I had maybe two more that are both related to the writing of the film. Mm -hmm. Again, structurally, this is an A plus script. The first time she steps in the cow poo, they make a joke about throw him in the wash. They'll be grand. Yeah, that was a good running joke. And then again, she vomits on his shoes and he (laughs) says, you're going to buy me some new shoes. And so she says, throw him in the wash. They'll be grand. And then at the end, the Vuitton is going to get messy up there. Mm -hmm. And he says, throw him in the wash she'll be grand and so we've got so much fun structure and even something as simple as slowly through the course of the film you figure out why the characters are the way they are which Mm -hmm. rarely do rom-coms even bother addressing these issues yeah but it's good to know why people are neurotic in the way that they're neurotic right Mm. we all have reasons for the things we do
1: yeah makes so much sense and
0: it was very satisfying to figure out that she tries to control everything To an annoying degree because she was set up in a very bad position as a child because of her deadbeat dad. So the fact that they lost their house when she was a kid, despite her working multiple jobs to try to keep them in it, Mm. all because her dad couldn't stop gambling and risking the money on bad investments. Yeah. And then if you think back to the beginning of the film, you realize that they peppered that in at the beginning. You've got a drunk dad played by John Lithgow, showing up at the bar to see his daughter. Who is amazing. I love him. And he's at least an hour late, is the impression we're getting from it. Yeah. And so dad is very, very late, and she Mm. takes it like a champ even though he does this all the time, right? Yeah. You've got Declan being a miserable hater of love because he got his heart totally demolished. Mm. And so getting Mm -hmm. these little pepperings of information and then all of it coming together at the end of the film is just like incredible structuring and needs a shout out. It's very satisfying. Because even at the top,
1: when she has this conversation with dad at the bar and she gets up to leave and he's like, what, I just got here. Usually in movie magic she's like yeah but I gotta go I'm sorry I thought it was just gonna be one of those things Yeah, but no she says you were hours late I have dinner plans Mm -hmm. and I was like oh that's really good and then not even knowing it's gonna pay or further that it's actually part of her character development Mm
0: -hmm. we see that They don't give you any indication during that scene that there's a reason why Mm -hmm. you're hearing this. Absolutely. It's so nice. Yeah, it's satisfying. I really can't say enough nice things about the structure of the script. Absolutely. I'm done with my shenanigans, so take her away if you want to hit one last thing.
1: Killing the chicken. <laughs> that, that's the one I want to end up. <laughs> so, so Declan has offered to cook for everyone after the wife, has said that tripe is going to be for dinner. He quickly sidesteps and says, Well, what about I do some chicken? And they are harvesting some of the fresh produce in the garden. And we have like this very funny thing where yeah. Anna is measuring the carrots very neurotically. Yeah, too much. And she's much. like, Well, this recipe says three medium sized carrots. These two are medium sized carrots, but this one is a bit longer and like debating and going back and forth. And Declan just like grabs the carrot, breaks a pot off. And he's like, There you go three medium sized carrots <laughs> <laughs> and, and- Anyway, then he asks her if she's a vegetarian and she says, no, she's not. And he's like, oh, okay, good. And he goes and grabs a chicken. Like, he's standing very close to her for this to be happening. And she's sort of like, oh, so sweet. And then we don't see it, but he just like rings the chicken's neck and
0: obviously kills it. Yeah, he just snaps the neck real quick. Just like out. And I was like, girl, yes. what did you think he was grabbing the chicken for? Exactly! That's what I was just thinking. He literally says, dinner one, chicken's what did you think was gonna happen when he caught the chicken was he just gonna show it to you (laughs) we're gonna pet it it's our friend now it's coming to Dublin with us they did not need more chaos on that journey
1: (laughs) and then he he asks her well have you had chicken before and she says yes and he says well where did you think chicken came from and she's like the frozen section girl girl
0: clearly she has never heard of conscientious consumption yeah she has no idea where anything comes from
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) but the fact that she was surprised that this is what he's doing was very funny to me so
0: funny but it was
1: also kind of funny that he's like standing very close to her with this chicken does he even have space to probably move his arms to do that motion It's
0: very close. That was a bit shocking. I loved that he did that, though. Mm -hmm. She kind of needs that. (laughs) That's why I think that they're actually a great (laughs) couple. Even the digging at each other at the end in the front seat of the car. Yeah. This is clearly filled with love and like silliness. But yeah, you need somebody to kind of check you. Mm -hmm. And I loved that about them. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm done. (laughs) So fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Speaking of, it's time for fun, Fab Fail. Fun, Fab Fail. I feel this is a solid fun. I think that structurally this isn't excellently written rom-com we have a ton of rule of threes we have realism we have lots of the things that I, I need and want
1: for me it's a fun but like a leap year fun so like every four years yeah it's not my favorite of the funds but it's a good solid movie
0: yeah I even would be willing to watch it again more recently than that just to see if I missed anything structurally because mm-hmm. they really did put so many good little callbacks yeah for all I know I missed something so yeah it's solid It's well done. And like you said, I wouldn't be mad if someone wanted to watch it.
1: No. For me, I think a lot of my reservation in terms of giving it like a higher fun is that there was something missing for me in terms of a little bit more magic or a little bit more whimsy. Yeah. I think maybe the two of them, their chemistry, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah. It wasn't sizzling. They had some very good moments. In fact, my favorite moment between the two of them chemistry wise is the last scene where they're married and are bantering with each other Yeah, like that to me was when the chemistry was the strongest and their first kiss at the dinner table but yeah we've spoken about this before where the pacing at the beginning was a little bit slow Mm -hmm. for me there was just something missing but structurally very very good
0: yeah and for me it's like a grounding thing they are so grounded the not running off at the end Mm -hmm. actually accepting Jeremy's proposal all these ways where the film was very realistic realistic i think in that tiny tiny way it hurt itself because i think if the stakes had been higher if they had been a little bit goofy or if there had just been a little more energy infused to the relationship from the beginning we may have gotten that last little bit of whimsy we were looking for yeah but i don't have complaints necessarily
1: no i don't mind at all the fact that the proposal played out quite realistically i think it's Just a little bit of energy maybe missing throughout the movie. Yeah, Like it just, I just felt like it needed a little bit more of a whoo,
0: whoo. Yeah, um, the stakes. The stakes and the energy and the commitment to the jokes need to be maybe slightly higher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just that last little bit of whimsy was missing.
1: Yeah, but overall, solid, solid movie.
0: Yeah. So that brings us to our favorite moment. Give Give me the cheese, please. I'm so excited. We oh, do. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay.
1: Ready, okay, ready,
0: okay. ready, 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 ready. <laughs> okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Pre-grated cheese. Aw. <laughs> yeah. For a local. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, we had a guest last episode, so we can just start wherever we want.
1: Flip a coin. Heads, you go first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so that means I'm going first. Um, (laughs) So I went with Kerrygold Dubliner. I'm a big fan of the Kerrygold butter. I use that at home myself. It's very good. So this was a very easy pick for me. And I went with the Dubliner because, uh, obviously. Mm. But (laughs) the reason why it works so well is because this is a very smooth, not too aggressive in any direction Cheese. Mm-hmm. It's firm, it's solid. This was a, for me, not an excellent fun, not a soft fun, a solid fun. Mm-hmm. And you have a little bit of a sharpness, like how I thought the script was tight. We've got a beautiful natural rind, like mm-hmm. how they gave very naturalistic performances, very grounded. You've got a slight nutty quality. We love that because this was a little nutty when you mm-hmm. think about how goddamn unlucky this poor woman is. <laughs> and it's crystalline, which means it has some of those little cheese crystals in it, some of that crunch that you get. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like how love triangles are always a little crunchy. I yeah. don't really. and just like... Mm. Yes. But... Ultimately you end up with something delightful, something that I would not say no to, and therefore it's a carry gold dubliner. Yay. <laughs> 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 so, I went with
1: pre-grated cheese because <laughs> Which one? Oh, Uh, A mix. Ooh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah.
1: So I feel like pre-grated cheese is time-saving. Like, it's very practical in that way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this movie, in terms of the script especially, was very practical. It was well thought out. It was well laid out. And that's how I feel like Mm -hmm. pre-grated cheese is. It's no nonsense. You don't have a lot of time on your hands. So you need to get things done. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that you can do with it. Like, you can maybe put some on a hang sandwich. (laughs) 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 it very much serves in a pinch but it's always better to grate your own cheese facts because the melting point is lower when you grate your own cheese there's also less preservatives in it and it's cheaper so this movie was really solid but it could have been a little bit Better had it been grated at home, if that makes sense. But still perfectly good, perfectly respectable, very versatile, and, like, efficient.
0: Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) These are less funny cheeses this week. They're just very efficient like the film. These were very clear. Yes, There was a plan. Very grounded. Excellently executed, the two of us. Bravo, golf claps. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Well, everyone... (laughs) There you have it. That was our discussion of Leap Year. Let us know your thoughts on the movie.
1: Any shenanigans we may have missed or what
0: cheese you think it is. You can follow us on Instagram at pod, or you can email us at pod at gmail.com.
1: We hope you'll join us next time and until then...
0: Have, Have a, a little, little faith that, that it, it will all work, work out. out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the grabbing a <of> board game. <laughs> the board games are also in the bookshelf. So like maybe that was my brain saying bookshelf. Um, I don't know why. I just go with like a suitcase to the bookshelf and just like take your arm and like do a spin. Tell me why you asking the question made me feel like my house was actually on fire. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know it's so funny. I was just, just not <laughs> okay. <You're
1: prepared. laughs>